Property Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Here's your host from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. We get asked this question. It's a bit of a strange question to be asked, but considering we do like quite a bit of time on this point, but we do get asked a similar question over and over again because we talk about picking one thing, saying how important it is to pick one thing so that you're known for the thing that it is that you do. Still, we still get asked, well, can't I, um, you know, do two things? And of course you can do two things. You do five things, you do 10 things. But if you start going out there and talking about that, you do these two things, five things, 10 things, you're just going to confuse everyone. It's going to be harder for you to do your social media. It's going to be harder for you to get clarity on what you're talking about every day and who you're trying to attract and how. And it's going to be even harder for everybody that's in your world to know and understand who you are and what you're about and what you do. Yeah. So social media um, is a really busy space. There's a lot of people on it and a lot of people talking about a lot of different things. And the aim of the game is to stand out and get noticed. And so if you're talking about one thing one day and another thing another day and something else, then back to that, you're never, ever going to stand out. Trust me. The way to stand out is just repetition and familiarity. So if people see you talking about this one thing over and 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 over again eventually it will seep into their brain and they'll feel like they know you you're constantly talking about that they'll relate that thing to you and if they're ever interested in that thing or no one anyone that is you're the thing that's how our brains work you're the thing that will pop up by adding other things into that you are just diluting that message and making sure that you don't stand out so this is the number one question we get asked every single time even though we clearly talk about it within our talk we still get a question because i think people are trying to find a way to not do it because of course when you get started in property or even if you've been going in property for a little while you've probably still got a day job you've probably still got your LinkedIn set up for that day job and you want to find a way to desperately incorporate both those things without having to exclude anything particularly if you're nervous about having that conversation with your boss to tell them you're doing property you're worried that people are going to see it that they're going to judge you that they're going to like I had one lady who was a head teacher and she's worried that the parents will see it um and like be like oh she's a head teacher she clearly doesn't care about our children because she's working in property or I had somebody else as well who was running a fairly small but successful business in a different area and he didn't want to be talking about the stuff he was doing in property because he was worried that his team would think he was earning loads of money and want, want, want pay rises <laughs> with perfectly valid uh, problems but all kind of based around stopping you doing the thing that's going to make you successful at the thing you've said you want to do and there are ways around it and so we're going to use this podcast to just give you a few hints of how to get around it and what to do to make sure you don't make these same mistakes as well yeah so we don't mean by the way like scrap everything that you've ever done before and start afresh saying you're this property uh, expert because that's that's not going to help you either. Own exactly where you've already been. Make sure that's still on your profiles and things, but just lead with the thing that you want to be known for. Because we have um, a bit of a success story within, within one of the success stories, but this one particular, everybody kind of wants this, which is they work with us four days in, they get a million, million pound investor. Uh, but one of the reasons this particular client got a million pound investor within the first, and he didn't just get it that quick, but basically four days into posting, somebody messaged him who happened to be a millionaire that had I think had 4.7 million pounds in the bank wanted to chat with him they met up had a coffee and now basically he finds deals for this particular guy and gets like how much money have you got if you've got 4.7 in your bank because we don't just have money in our bank do we really have it in your bank so um but but yeah yeah, so people do hear about that and they're like oh I want a bit of that but hang on a minute yeah one of the reasons he was so successful is because he'd really been super well you want a bit of that but they're not willing to do the things that will mean they get a bit yeah. of that. 
he will not get his head turned by any of the other strategies. He's a short-leased guy. Basically, he'll buy property, he'll source properties that have got a short lease on them. That's what he does in London. So it couldn't be clearer. Are you that super clear or are you just open-ended? Yeah, I'm open to doing HMOs, service accommodation, maybe. I quite like an apart hotel. That's let, hotel yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll do a bit of commercial to Razzie. That millionaire wouldn't be drawn to you. Because that millionaire or swapping every week, depending on what's the latest book you've read. Yeah, that millionaire is based in London. That millionaire knows that it can. He he knows his strategy of what he wants to do if someone can find him a short short lease property. So a property with a short. Lease. If you're going to invest money in somebody, you ought to be investing in an expert in that area. Mm-hmm. You don't want a generalist who could do a bit of this, could do a bit of that, because that's less likely to get you a good return. So think like a consumer. And as a consumer, we want to put our money into something that is the best option for us. So an expert. So you don't go to have an operation by a GP because they're a general practitioner. They know a bit about um, everything, um, but they're not the ones that will, you know, remove your appendix. That's the specialist. And so it's just the same in like the commercial world. We want to go to a specialist in the area that we want to spend our money in. And so you have to be that specialist. So we help um, just property people use social media to find mostly investors. We could even niche that much that we don't even talk about helping you find deals or direct bookings. But, you know, most of the people that work with us are in property. Either they've run out of money, so they want to use other people's money, or they don't have money, and or they want to get further faster on their journey. They want to scale up. So they want to... At some point know. in property, you will need an investor. Yeah. Maybe not at the start always, or maybe at the start, but at some point you'll be looking for more money. You're wanting There's always more deals money. than there is money out there. Yeah, so that's... So that's that's who help. So that's really, really super clear, isn't it? So, you know, if you are like in a different industry and you want our help, then, you know, there's, there's loads of people that help our, um, all different businesses on uh, LinkedIn and all different places like that. There's loads of LinkedIn trainers popping up everywhere. Yeah. But people would more likely to, if they're in property, probably want to work with us because the other people that are on our online program are also in property so they've all speaking the same language they've all got similar goals and things so yeah it, it makes sense because we're like the expert in that space so what are you the expert in in your space or what do you want to become the expert in in that space and it doesn't mean by the way if you're looking you go oh yeah but i would actually do service accommodation and hmo if i get the right rent to rent property well just lead with what you're leading with and then if it ends up that it's HMO rather than SA fine but just don't shout about that thing shout about one thing yeah so the other things we get asked are how about I just have two profiles on LinkedIn one Anita Baldwin teacher one Anita Baldwin property developer you won't like the answer but the answer is you can't and if LinkedIn realize you've got two profiles they will just take both of them down and they don't so you might be clever and do them in different email addresses but they'll use your IP address not your email address Um, so unless you can have two IP addresses and I don't even know how you do that because I'm not technical they will find you and they will shut you down and then the other thing that we get asked a lot even worse with that yeah even worse with that is if what if somebody goes meets you at a networking meeting that maybe they were at property networking they met you and you said yeah yeah I'm I'm somebody that finds our land deals because that's what you're doing that's your property uh, strategy and then they go and try and find you and they see your you've just been talking about how you've you find people all these land deals and then they see your little face and it says that you're something completely different but they can say hang on it is him because it's in the same name same area he's just been talking to me about doing land deals and actually he's this thing and then then the distrust is there and then they'll you know probably won't even connect with you yeah and then the other thing we get asked is how about another genius idea to get around the truth of what you've got to do how about on one thing on linkedin and then something else on facebook and yet again 
you can't choose how people will find you. They might see you on LinkedIn or meet you at a networking meeting and then just their preferred platform is Facebook. So they go into there and, oh, look, you're talking about something completely different. And we just go, that's a bit dodgy. And we just back away and don't ask any more questions or approach you. And it's all about, so our method of marketing that we teach to our clients is attraction marketing. So it's inbound marketing. So it's putting out stuff that will enable your ideal client to send you a message saying, hi, interested in what you do. Can we have a conversation? because you're going to close those um, at a much higher rate than if you're just sending out a thousand spammy messages a day or a week or whatever. And we, we had a chat with somebody once who they had a business coach who was saying they had to send out 200 cold DMs on LinkedIn a day and they felt exhausted and they felt like they'd taken on a full-time job doing LinkedIn. So we don't do any of that. We make your ideal clients message you. And the way to do that is to be super consistent. So be consistent on your profile, be consistent across platforms. However, we understand that you've probably got a job that you need to put in there. The only time there's ever really a massive conflict is if you're in sales and you need to use LinkedIn for sales. But what you can do is think of it, just get your head around it like this um, and think of property as your hobby. So if you're like a, a head teacher by day or whatever, um, then of course that has to come onto your um, LinkedIn profile. And it absolutely should because that's going to give you credibility, trustability. You know, there's lots of doctors and, and teachers and head teachers and what have you. So we immediately trust those people. Um, and then you've got a network connected to all of that past that might want to invest in you should they know you do property. You know, if you want to use it primarily to find investors, just get your headline changed. So you're just talking about um, the property side of things. Make sure your experience is all in there. So you're really open and honest that you work as a head teacher in the day but just set it up around that and then just start talking like people talk about a film they've seen or show their dinner or their golf or football or whatever it is um property is your hobby and so at the weekends and the evenings you might be doing some property education you might be going doing some viewings you might be doing some deal sourcing or whatever it is just talk about that so that people will get to know you in relation to that if you try and hide things or or I think everyone's out to like, not everyone, but there's a percentage of people that are out to game the system, aren't they? Thinking if there's just a way that I could just do this like this or, or this like this. And it's like, no, you know, if you want to market yourself, you've got to own, kind of own where you are and what you're doing. If you don't own where you are and what you're doing, you're going to struggle. You're going to come, you're not being yourself. So therefore it's, you're not, people just won't warm to you and you'll struggle to get that clarity for, for everybody that's connected with you, in which case people get stuck and they can't kind of move on. Um, and it so. is consistency. That's, that's, the, that's the secret. The, the hack, you know, the secret sauce, the, the, whatever it is you're looking for is consistency. So if you are consistently getting out there talking about this one thing, you will stand out. You will start to attract people to you. You will be that person for that thing in that area. Um, you can't help but be got be if that makes sense um so just that is what you've got to do so you know the hack or the secret sauce or whatever is just be clear and be consistent you know obviously there's a few more bits to it but in a nutshell if you can't do anything else then do that so go and look at your profile and just make sure it's super clear and is all pointing towards the one thing yeah and often people feel like they'll miss out on other things but you won't it'll actually help more it's weird just, isn't it you what, don't what percentage of people do you think you ser you can serve on on the internet <laughs> there's millions and millions or billions of people actually on these platforms um and you think you can serve and help them all you you just can't it will do the opposite actually more people will be attracted to you even though you'll feel like oh, i'm gonna miss out because i know i want to do that but maybe i could do this too at the same time and we've, we always talk about um how there was a personal trainer same as everyone else you know when you go to a gym you join a gym it's like oh you have a personal you have x amount of personal training uh, sessions with one of the 
the in-house personal trainers, I guess. And the idea is they'll give you three free or whatever when you join, but then they want you to buy from, from that personal trainer at the end. And if one particular place has like eight personal trainers, how do you decipher which one's going to be right for you? If they all look pretty much the same, and we've said it before, haven't we? In my, was it, yeah, I think it was you that said it. my gym, they have like, um, they just have like the picture of the person and then just a real boring old blurb about like, the fact that they're qualified and how long they've worked there and stuff. Nothing about actually what results that they get, literally just that they're a personal trainer and they've done it for this many years and here's their number. So you don't know which one to choose, but you had one that's saying, right, I'm going to get rid of the dad bod. All I do is I help men that are middle-aged, that are tired, old, they work too hard. They've got to a point where they're looking down and they're thinking, I don't, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to be like, you know, that, that beer belly and everything. And that's, that's what they focus on is getting rid of the beer belly and getting the lads and lad guy that's drinking too much eating too much working too much back on straight and narrow then they're going to attract more people than somebody that's just a generalist so think about that on your property journey and actually you know what makes you think somebody will want to invest in you if you're talking about the whole range of things you could possibly do versus someone who is clearly an expert in one area and that's the area they want to be in you know why on earth would they pick a generalist over an expert to invest hundreds of thousand pounds or whatever Mm -hmm. it is so we had a client who just got an investment of that level and so they did it because they're an expert in that area and that's what people want to invest in we want experts we want certainty we want security and we want to feel that you're the person for us and if you're trying to be the person for everyone then you're not the person for me because you're the person for too many people and, and I you know my money's precious to me yeah because like our um the guy that manages our SAs for us serviced accommodations for us he's based in the area that we're in he only manages serviced accommodation he doesn't do like all the other things that he could do in property he just manages serviced accommodation he's only, he has some of his own units but then he manages lots of other people's as well so Obviously, he, he's everything that could have come up in this area about service accommodation, he's come across at some point before. So you trust him because he's got all the systems in place. He's not also doing, the, you know, trying to find a land deal over here or trying to start up a completely different thing over there. And he's, and he's been doing it for a number of years as well. So the longer you can stay in the game as well, that just helps and that just compounds too. So keep swapping and changing or just confuse people and you you start with the skills that you've got and the experience that you had if you change again, but it's an uphill battle. Um, and, you know, there's people that are crap at certain things, but because they've done it for years, they're known for that thing and people just keep going back to them because, oh, I know Bob does that thing. So and because Bob's Ron. done that thing for 20... Yeah, Ron, yeah, we're going to use Ron as an example now. But um, yeah, if, if that person's done that for 20 years, then just along the way, people will just know that that, that should go to guy for that thing. Um, so, so if you yeah. are more confused than ever... <laughs> and I hope you're not, um, (laughs) then just reach out. We are happy to have a chat with you. We're happy to tell you um, how our kind of step-by-step method works and to make it super easy for you. And actually what it is that's going to get you the results. So all of our stuff is focused. Someone was uh, asking us the other day about um, what metrics do we measure? And, um, you know, sometimes people are looking for more information for some reason to justify things. And and we're like, well, we don't measure metrics. The only metric that's important is if you're looking for investors, have you found an investor? And if you haven't, then we need to keep plugging away until we get some kind of um, some kind of solution that means you are finding an investor. And that doesn't, you know, we can give it three months as a minimum. Four days is an extreme example, a great one, but an extreme example can't guarantee blah, blah, blah. Um, so give it three months minimum. Um, but if you haven't found an investor and that's what you're looking for, that's what we keep doing. And that's the only result that matters. Yeah, because we could get, we could easily fill your world up with uh, a ton of connections on LinkedIn. That'd be, that'd be easy enough to do. Um, but <laughs> it doesn't mean that they're the right. Get you a good SSI score. Yeah, yeah, SSI. 
Yeah, yeah. Some people lead with that, and that doesn't really actually mean anything. You've got a higher SSS, SSI score. SSS. Like, so what? Society. Society. Society score. Yeah, but yeah, you can do that. You can procrastinate by doing that every week if you want. Every day, checking it. Has it gone up a bit? Has it gone up? Feeling like you're improving, but yeah, clearly you're not because you haven't got what you're looking for. Hope that's helped, uh, and we'll see you on the next one. Have a fantastic day. Bye bye. That was property marketing made easy. The podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, connect with us on social media. Just search Get Savvy Club.